0: Welcome to the Writer's Journey podcast. Get inspired and see how taking the writing process one week at a time can not only create a book, but change your life too. I'm Simon Huggins and I'll be sharing a half-hour journey every week with aspiring authors who need to get to book out there one way or another. We'll be sharing in each writer's journey and see how the process of writing a book transforms their lives. To find out more, why not go to writersjourneypodcast.com or say hi at facebook.com/writersjourneypodcast.
1: Today I'm talking to Kevin Timlinson of Draft Digital. Kevin talks us through the services that Drafter digital provides to authors to help them simplify the process of uploading, formatting and publishing their book onto a multitude of platforms such as Amazon Kindle, Kobo, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble and Overdrive who supply libraries, schools and retailers. Drafter digitals universal links are a really easy way for readers to get your book on their preferred platform and in their preferred country, with a single link. From the front or back matter of your book, or from emails, or from your website. An easy way to get people to their preferred way to buy your book, or to easily progress your reader's journey onto your next book to purchase. And in 2018, Draft2Digital will be promoting discoverability. You can find out more about Draft2Digital at HTTP www.draft2digital.com and that's draft two with number two digital dot com. Now on to the interview. Hello. Hello. Hi there, Kevin. <laughs> Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good, thanks. Yes. How are you? I'm so, all right. <laughs> so so is so, it so your lunchtime, I'm guessing. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's exactly uh, noon here, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh all right, draft to digital uh, at its heart. We are a uh, an ebook aggregator, meaning that we will take your manuscript. You can upload your manuscript to our site. We will convert that into uh, an EPUB and e- a and, uh, Mobi file. And then we can distribute that file to all the major ebook retailers, uh, around the, uh, digital landscape worldwide. So, and that includes Amazon. That includes, uh, Apple. Uh, it's formerly Apple iBooks. It's going to become Apple books now, uh, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, all of that. Um, and, uh, w- everything we do, we do a whole bunch of stuff that's, that's geared around helping the authors, uh, build and grow their, their author business. And all of that is free. Uh, the only way we make money is we, we will take a cut of royalty, uh, whenever you sell a book through one of our channels and, uh, we take 10% and the vendor gets like 5%. Uh, so it, all told you, you, uh, you get about a 15% cut out of the royalty, but you get a whole bunch of free stuff, and uh, you're not locked into any sort of agreements, exclusivity, none of that. You own your book. You can decide. I'm going to take this book. I'm going to go exclusive uh, to Amazon, or I'm going to go direct to Apple, or I'm going to do whatever I want with my book because it's my book. But you get to use our ebook conversion and our uh, print. You know, we have a free print layout. We got a whole bunch of free stuff that you get to use whether you distribute through us or not. So that's that's basically that's the basics of Draft2Digital.
0: Okay. So, so, um, could you kind of walk somebody, so if somebody wanted to get a book onto the draft digital platform, um, could you kind of walk through the the steps that they need to take to do that so that people can understand what, what's involved with that?
2: Yes. Um, okay. The first thing you would need of course is a draft to digital account. So if you don't already have one of those, uh, you'll want to sign up. Uh, it's draft to digital.com. You can just sign up for a free account. Um, once you're signed up, what you do is uh, you can basically there's a place for you to click to start uploading a book that with that click uh, there's a little form that, that pops up. It's a, it's basically all about your book. And the first field in that form is the, uh, the upload field. And you would hit, uh, I think, I think the button's label is browse, but you would hit uh, browse and you'd find the book on your hard drive. Uh, You can upload either a uh, a Microsoft word document or a, uh, an RTF file. And uh, it takes about ten seconds to upload a book and convert it. I mean, it 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 goes that fast.
0: <laughs> uh, what Does it tell things like um, so? If you uh, so if you wanted to, um, if you've got sort of different chapters and different sections, right. Um, right. it sort of picks all that stuff up, does
2: it? It'll auto detect all of that. So if you've if you uh, take take the effort to actually delineate each chapter, you, so there's a couple of ways you can do this. If you use Microsoft Word, for example. Um, You can use words, uh, like header, uh, uh, function, uh, header style sheets, whatever they're called, Uh, um, label it chapter one, chapter two, prologue, epilogue, whatever we, our software will automatically detect that. Uh, if you just write the words chapter one and make it a larger font than your body font, we'll auto detect that. So there's a lot of ways that we can find those chapter breaks for you, um, our conversion will automatically segment the book into chapters uh, and sections, and you get a chance to look that over before it goes live. Like you can, you can look at it and say, "Oh, something's wrong." You can reach out to us. We have fantastic customer support. You reach out to us, and we can help you fix it if something's wrong. Things rarely go wrong. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the occasional go wrong happens. Occasionally, something happens, and uh, you know they have to reach out to us. But we have, we are literally. Uh, the best thing about draft 2 has always been our author support. Um, All you ever have to do is reach out to us and we can fix pretty much everything. It's very rare for us to encounter a problem that can't be fixed. Uh, Usually it, it, it comes down to uh, things that the, uh, the author wants to do that are really just, not feasible or possible <laughs>
0: okay, fair yeah, actually, that's, i guess that's that, that's probably a common thing where um something i've noticed with a lot of authors who are starting out is that they don't really think an awful lot about um their front matter and back matter that they want to include yes. um, so uh, i mean do you provide any sort of templates or anything like that to help people get started yeah so
2: right we have automated uh in matter and uh, it includes the front matter Uh, So we can automate, and this is optional. Everything we do is optional. So you can decide, I want to upload. If you want to upload your already formatted EPUB, you can do that, and we'll distribute it for you. We just wouldn't be able to do all the fancy add-on stuff. But if you upload a Word document or an RTF file, um, when we do the conversion, you can choose on the – it's basically the second step in the process, but you can choose um, to include an automated uh, copyright page, uh, an author bio at the end of the book a publisher bio, if you want um, a dedication at the front of the book. Uh, and then one of them, one, a couple of the more powerful and very cool marketing tools that are installed in this. Uh, you can do the, uh, the also buy page, which is a list of other books that are also by this author. Uh, you can actually choose to have those pop up either at the front or back of the book or both. Uh, okay. I always choose both. <laughs> um, and then we also have this, uh, a couple of really cool features that I know authors will dig. Uh, one is new release notifications, so an author can uh, opt to include this, and readers would basically click on that to say, every time this author releases a new book, I want to be emailed. Uh, it's not a way to build your email list, but it is uh, we, have, we can keep that list going uh, and send those readers an email that says, so, so-and-so, Kevin just released a new book. Here's a link to it. So it helps promote you. Um, but the bigger promotional tool that, that shows up is uh, you can actually do a sneak peek of one of your other books at the back okay. of the book. It's sort of an early preview kind of thing uh, yeah. with a call to action for them to go buy it. And we actually have a tool called Universal Book Links, right, um, sure. which I'm have, I'll i go into detail about it if you want. But the, the long and short of it is it's a single link. It sends readers to everywhere your book is available online with one click, and uh, it, it can send them to their preferred store. So if they like to read on Kindle, it can send them to their to the uh, product page for your book on Kindle, to Barnes & Noble, to Apple Books, wherever. Um, lots of cool functions can be built into that universal book link that are very helpful to authors, podcasters, and bloggers, et, et cetera. Uh, but the, the, the big perk for you as an author coming in Is if you've got more than one book, uh, this tool will allow you to promote your your next book, next in series, or another book entirely to the reader who just finished reading your first book. So very handy. You can include that in
0: the book itself as as a link.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you can opt for it to be included automatically, Mm -hmm. and you can choose, uh, you know, if you have more than one book, you can actually choose a book to be a sneak preview in the back of the book uh, so that people can read a chapter, basically. It's the same sort of preview you'd get, like, at uh, Amazon or elsewhere. You know, you get, like, 10% of the book. Um, it includes a, a, a thumbnail of the cover, uh, the synopsis of the book, you know, the book description. So it's got it, – it primes the reader and uh, opens up their expectations so that they can just – you know, if they really enjoyed you and they if they re- if they just reached the end of your book, chances are they enjoyed your work. Uh, this is a good way to keep the momentum so that you can keep them going to the next continue. Yourself.
0: So, that's, so that's sort of like, is that a link that goes to a, a page effectively that, that contains that sneak preview is, does, is that
2: in it's built into the book. You can, okay. you can choose to uh, take it, turn it off if you want. Um, everything is optional. Uh, as I said, um, the link, the universal book link is the, you know, buy it here. Link. Yeah. So they read that champ, chapter sample, and they get to the end of it, and it says okay. you can buy the book here. And then the Universal Book Link will send them wherever they prefer to buy their book.
0: Gotcha. So, so, so this is for if if, if this is a, presumably if somebody um, uploads their entire series onto drafted digital then it then it can kind of say, well, this one's and the, the next one. And, and yeah, all that's, to, that's to one back. use
2: case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you um. Yeah, if you you don't have to have a series to use it. Uh, of course, it helps, I and mean, series are are pretty popular way to to kind of keep the momentum going for your readers. But yeah. even if you just write a bunch of standalone books, or if you've written two different series, and you know you want to cross promote, you can do whatever you you like. So yeah. lots of it's very flexible.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like it. Yeah. So the um, um I mean, Universal Book Links sound like a great way of um uh, getting people to the right platform that they're actually reading from, I guess.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And these things are a lot more powerful than I, than I've been able to tell you. The, they're great as a lead at the end of a book. Mm. Um, but w- you can actually do some pretty cool stuff with these things. You can actually customize these so that uh, for example, um, and they'll, they're, they're built under our sister site, uh, books to read.com com. Mm so there, there might be a link that says books com slash, you know, your second book, whatever the book title, um, or any other keyword you can work in there. So, um, they're easy to remember that way. Um, you get some data from these. So if you, if readers click on them, you can see, all right, this link got X number of clicks and, uh, it, they went to these stores. So, you know, you can see, um, how it's being used. Yeah. So that can help you with things like, you know, figuring out if you're getting some read through from readers who read book one and go on to book two, you know, are they, are they leaping in from book one to book two immediately? And, uh, you know, as soon as they come to the end of it, that's a good way to track that, which can help you with your marketing efforts. Um, another cool feature about universal book links and one that (laughs) a lot of authors, I think are intimidated by this. Um, you, you shouldn't be, um, You can actually include. We have a system that'll let you uh, drop in your affiliate links from various vendors, so Amazon Associates, uh, affiliates with uh, Amazon. I mean, uh, Apple, uh, Barnes and Noble. We even include Smashwords. Um, These get encoded with that link behind the scenes, so your your reader doesn't see the you know your associate ID or anything. But anytime they click on one of those links they act- you can actually get paid a little extra um,
0: oh, I see. Cause you you're kind of um dissuaded from doing that in things like emails for um, right
2: except that these are perfectly you, you can use these in emails, which is has been fantastic these links are the universal book links can be used in emails um and we've you know we are we have our relationship with amazon we've tested this and uh, we're not violating any of their terms of service. Um, so you can actually, you know, this is one way that you can do that. So, oh, great!
0: So kind of it's a bit of a workaround. Then. <laughs> um, it's a little so bit of a workaround. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: that's don't, awesome. We don't want to cheat anybody though. See, this <laughs> is the thing that you always want to keep in mind. We don't want to, we are not in the game of building tools that are meant to game the system. Gaming the system is the quickest way to, to uh, tank your career and uh, tank your business,
0: and so we do not do that. <laughs> we play uh-huh. by the rules. <laughs> um, so, so I guess, I mean, uh, so those links can be used from anywhere pretty much. Then I guess you mm-hmm. can use them from your website. You could use them in Facebook. Right. Yeah, my uh, book page on my site, um,
2: it's a catalog of, of universal book links, essentially, um, so that anyone coming in can find my books on any storefront they prefer, and I don't have to have a, a dozen different buttons or links or logos or any of that. I can, all you have to do is click on the buy it here button and uh, it'll take you, you know, first it pops up with a little sort of interim screen that says, where do you like to read your books? Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, it gives you the options, all the different vendors and uh, the reader clicks on the one they prefer. And then they can choose to make that their default store from that point on. So anytime they click on a universal book link after that, it takes them straight to the the product page. That's Mm -hmm.
0: awesome okay so so that that presumably works um, for um, specific countries for those each of those stores as well yep. so yeah, yeah, it's
2: regional it will uh, if you're, if you're in Australia and you click on Amazon it'll take you to the uh, the Australian storefront for amazon if you click on if you happen to be in uh, the u k it'll go to the u k store so it's it detects where you are and it sends you and you can choose if you prefer um cuz some people they they travel the world for example and they want to when they buy something on Amazon they want it to always be amazon.com so you can actually tell it I want it to be amazon.com or I want it to be amazon.co.uk
0: and there's something said like something to do with Canada Canada as well where they prefer to um yeah. buy things through amazon.com I gather so yes
2: yeah. yeah yeah everybody wants to be cool I like, <laughs> <they do. laughs>
0: So um, no, that sounds. That sounds really, so it takes, sounds like it takes an awful lot of the um, strain out of thinking about where to um, where you should be directing people to to, right. read to the book so that they can go to the appropriate platform. So what kind of presumably you, you mentioned that there's a number of different platforms that are um, that you cover, but um, I, I guess different d- different platforms are have different levels of popularity in different countries. Yes, I guess. that's so true. That, yeah. That's, Uh,
2: Kobo, for example, is much more popular in like Europe, uh, than Amazon is, um, uh, and and more popular than, than even Barnes and Noble. Uh, of course in the U S Barnes and Noble and Amazon are, are King, uh, and of those Amazon is on the top. Um, Apple is also big in the U S but, um, by and large we have, we've got the world pretty well covered. I mean, we actually, a lot of our Retailers, uh, the non-Amazon retailers, uh, cover regions that Amazon actually isn't uh, using as a marketplace yet. So mm-hmm. you get some advantages uh, there in going wide rather than uh, be- being exclusive. Uh, it just gives you a greater reach. That's, that's And that's what it's all about, <laughs> uh, reaching
0: reach where they are. So, how, how, how would people um, in those situations where they're um, trying to set a, a, a good price that, that is acceptable for a given market? Um, how would they? How would you advise somebody um, try and set those price levels? Is, it, is that sort of a per per country, or is it per platform per country? Or? Well, we
2: we can uh, we do have a, a method a system in place to automatically price for you if you want, <clears throat> so we can make that a little easier, but. Uh, It's always recommended to do a little bit of research. If you want to sort of regionalize your pricing, we give you a tool to do that. We do territorial pricing. Um, So you can either elect to uh, set your price, and it's generally you're going to set it in U.S. dollars, uh, and then it'll automatically adjust that price for all the different territories. Or you can click a button just under the pricing uh, pricing field, and you can go in and actually set your price per re- territory if you like. Um, I uh, I tend to do that when it comes to, for example, Canada. I think it's kind of unfair that ca- Canadians end up paying more for a book, for example, uh, yeah. that that their U.S. neighbors, you know, get for nine ninety nine, and Canada pays twelve dollars. I don't think that's quite fair. So I always set the price. I I compensate. It means uh, slicing into your royalty a little. But uh, as a strategy, I kind of like making the readers happy uh, as yeah. much as possible, and, and uh, they'll buy more books. I mean, if are <laughs> if you're overpriced, uh, they won't they won't give you as much of a shot. But if you keep your prices reasonable, they'll give you more opportunities. You know? oh,
0: fair enough. So, so how um, do you would um, somebody handle things like promotions? So, say for example, if somebody wants to set a, um, something uh, for. Uh, to put something on pre-order for a month, mm-hmm. which is a common thing. Um, and, and, and they're, they're going to set it at a certain price for a period of time and then increase the price later. Um, mm-hmm. Are you able to do that sort of um, uh, across different, across different um, uh, s- yes. sellers as well?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in terms of pre-orders, uh, you can do a pre-order for everyone in our catalog, except at the moment, Amazon, okay. uh, and of course, Overdrive, you can't do pre orders on Overdrive because they distribute to libraries. But um,
0: enough, yeah.
2: uh, Amazon, actually, I, I, occasionally they'll sort of, I think they're about to change some things because people will set up pre orders. And even though we have that disabled for Amazon, uh, Amazon has let that happen occasionally. So I yeah. think they're about to change. Um, but uh, for most of our retailers, you can set a pre order up to about a year. Okay. Uh, and so that's, that's pretty handy. As far as promotional pricing, uh, you can change your price anytime you like. It usually takes um, – it depends on the vendor as to how quickly that gets adjusted. The, the method I would use there is change your price, reach out to us at um, our support team. You can click on support on our website and, uh, and send an email through the form. Uh, and that generates a, a support ticket. And just say I've set. I've reduced my price. I'm going to reduce my f- price between these two dates, and uh, uh, you know I'd appreciate it if you you know ensure that it's 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 changed on the uh, vendors or whatever. And they they'll uh, we'll take care of making sure that happens. We do that anyway. Whenever we get price changes, we actually manually uh, contact the the various sales channels and uh, make sure that those prices and delisting and all that stuff is happening. Um, so, you know, that's just, that's part of our process, but it, uh, it, it is tricky because, um, you know, uh, you're going to do that kind of thing for say uh, a book bub or whatever. Um, you know, getting the timing right is, is kind of crucial. Uh, I would de- definitely try to, you know, I would reach out a couple of days in advance to let people know, let us know, I want to change my pricing uh reach out like a week in advance and say, I want to change my pricing for this date and, and make sure there's nothing that might prevent that. Uh <laughs> and then yeah. you can go ahead and do it and, and schedule it to go. You can even do free pricing, by the way. Uh Amazon and o and Overdrive won't allow you to price for free on those channels. Uh but if you price for free, you can contact Amazon and have them price match. So yes. that's one way you get to knock that out.
0: Okay, fair enough. So so um so there's probably a few a few little bits and pieces where people need to, particularly with Amazon, I guess, because they're, they 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 like to have as much control as they possibly can. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> there's almost no way to avoid eventually having to email or call Amazon, um, and only because it, it depends. It, it really just the promotional stuff is where that happens. Um, if you are you know just operating and you're not doing a ton of promoting. Uh, through pricing, uh, then there's there's going to be relatively few times you'd have to actually talk to anybody. Really, um, it's just when you start messing around with the pricing that's when you're going to have to make that call.
0: <laughs> no, fair enough. Okay, um, but, it, but it's for now,
2: we're 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 going to try to change yeah. that.
0: <laughs> but I, I guess that's the thing, because um, you're one of the larger players, I guess, in this particular market. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then I, I guess. um, you, I, 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 I'm guessing that you probably have the ear of some of these um, vendors a, a little bit more. Some of these um, just book uh, e-commerce. yeah, systems. I
2: mean, we do. Um, I mean, we they're not going to change their business models for us or anything, but I mean, we we have we do have the ear of of representatives in each of these uh, organizations, and uh, and they do talk to us. And they do they like us, um, which is very helpful, but. You know, for example, Apple. Um, you know, they're not allowed to talk about themselves uh, when uh, publicly. Like they can't. When they go to conferences, they can't say anything about what's in the, the pipeline for Apple or what their policies are, or any of that. So they'll frequently ask us if we'll we'll speak on their behalf, um, and we do because we like Apple and we're we're thrilled to do that for them. So sure. it's good to have those relationships.
0: So. Um, I mean, is there anything else because I, I know people um, struggle quite a lot with the marketing side of things um, once they uh, publish their book <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean are there any other sort of services that um, <clears throat> will provide which can help people with that discoverability part of things like that So
2: that is um we actually sent out an email yesterday um, we are that's that's the point of our sort of sister site uh books read dot com. Uh, over 2018, we have a, a development plan, and we are building a ton of discoverability tools that are meant to help authors um, build and grow. And uh, it's we some of those I can't quite announce yet. We have an entire blog post about things that we we are doing, um, but you know, Universal Book Links that it was part of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have now a way to, to index the universal book links. So you can find your, your books a lot easier, but so there's improvements we're making, but we're also adding brand new features. Um, so at the moment we don't have a ton of just purely marketing tools, but Mm -hmm. we know that that's a huge need. Uh, it's probably one of the biggest needs authors have is getting readers to the books. So of course that's a problem we're looking to solve. We spent all of 2017, every two weeks we, we released a new feature, I don't know if anybody noticed that, but, you know, we we had brand new features for draft digital throughout the year, and that's the way we're looking to run for uh, books to read this year. And that is all about uh, discoverability. It is all about getting readers to the books.
0: I think it's it's, it's the area that I I, I get asked about an awful lot as well. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It's a hugely complex area um, for people. It, that seems to change every few months, in fact. Yeah. Uh, so any, any sort of platform that can help people keep on top of that, I think will, people will be very grateful for. <laughs> so. I, I,
2: I know they will. And, and I mean, it's when it comes to marketing, especially for books, well, and for, for books, but for everything, honestly, um, the, the key really is all about uh, your relationship with that reader slash customer. Um, I think authors probably put a little too much pressure on themselves when it comes to marketing, they try to learn all the new tools and they try to, you know, use every service and what they're really looking for is some sort of silver bullet. And I can promise you it doesn't exist. We're not (laughs) going to be the silver bullet. We're not going to solve all your marketing problems. Uh, But what we can do is help facilitate that conversation with your reader. And if Mm -hmm. you can start concentrating on on that, if you can start concentrating on being very personable with your readers, being very uh, approachable, um, you know, finding out what it is they want and need, uh, in, in terms of what you're producing, you know, if they're not, if you're a nonfiction author, you know, what, what is, what, what are ways you can help that nonfiction audience? If you're a fiction author, how you, how can you further entertain that audience? And uh, you'll start building your audience that way. Um, the only thing that we're doing is building tools to make that a little easier to make that conversation happen a little more frequently. So That's that's the goal, and we're we're pretty good at that kind of thing. So it'll be amazing to see what happens over 2018.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, um, I that was a excellent. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we um before we kind of wrap up for this uh, for this session?
2: Uh, no. I mean, we have you know the best way to find out more about uh, what we do is hop on over, uh, take a look at our website, uh, check out the blog, follow us on on Twitter, that sort of thing. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel that's fairly new. That's, you know, I'm starting to put content into, so we're, we're all about being a resource uh, for the authors. We don't charge for anything. Uh, I got, I did a whole presentation over the weekend to, uh, romance writers of America. Um, and one lady said, this all sounds great, but you haven't told us what the price is yet. And <laughs> the price is nothing. You don't pay anything. Uh, we take that, that percentage, the 10%, uh, mm-hmm. And that's it. Uh, we only make money if you make money. So come by, use all our tools, use our, our knowledge base, learn, f- learn what we have to teach, uh, and we want to see you succeed. So
0: come check us out. All right, well, thanks very much for your time, Kevin. It's been um, a really pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you very much for listening to the Writer's Journey podcast. It's great to have you around for the journey. Now. I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it was you found the podcast. That way, others can find it too, so you'll be paying it forward to the next person who learns to love the amazing guests who join us each week. If you'd like to join the conversation and talk to others about your own writing journey or aspirations, or would like to talk about the podcast... Then there's a few places you can say hi on the Facebook page, for example, at facebook.com/slash Writers Journey Podcast, or on Instagram at Writers Journey Podcast, Twitter at Writers Journey Pod, or just go to writersjourneypodcast.com and you can find out more information about guests on the podcast. There will be writing resources and access to all of the Writers Journey Podcast episodes and their show notes. Join me next time on Writers Journey Podcast. Let our writing journey continue.